Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you are listening to us on. Click that subscribe. And we are live on youtube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. How are we doing? Hello. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm growing to like the slash at. The slash, you're yeah. becoming at a slash at? first roll off the tongue, but now I'm like, yeah, let's own it. Slash wow. at, Poison Rana pod. The slash at. It is harder to, like, put in sharing it. Sometimes yeah. certain websites don't like the at thing. Mm. They think you're trying to tag something. So it is sometimes hard and difficult. So I'm pretty anti-at slash, to be honest. We Wait, need a slash at? Yeah, I think we just need to own it. Just, uh, until you, enough of you hit that subscribe button that we can get the at out. Yeah. Uh, but maybe it, we need like a slash at t-shirt slash at yeah definitely uh let's do it well when we get our t-shirt website up and running exactly yeah <laughs> when we create our own yeah chicago's uh, been too busy for us <laughs> i think they have some free time on their hands uh welcome everyone to poison rana we are the bde we're here to chat all about some wrestling and oh boy was there some wrestling and some big things happening this weekend it finally happened. Our truth is back. The return of our truth. <laughs> he's yes, back. He's and back. he was there to eat ruffles. And now we know why he's called our truth because he loves ruffles. Ruffles. And yes. I don't know about you, the but crisps, I. Right? <laughs> crisps. Crisps. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so our truth is back and he's eaten ruffles on pay per view. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were eating ruffles. Uh, we unfortunately didn't have any last night on hand, but it definitely made me want some. Had enough Guinness on hand. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Davey got lit last night. Yeah. Davey looked like, for about 30 minutes towards the end of the night, it looked like you were just constantly trying to hula hoop, an invisible hula hoop. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> if you can envision that, what that looks like, you're just... Uh, all I'll say is eating <laughs> is not cheating, guys. Uh, like, yeah. You should have stuck to Pepsi. It may be a Pepsi what... plunge. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we held a Survivor Series watch party in the six downtown Toronto at Gabby's King Street West. And yeah, we had a, a packed house all joining us to watch Survivor Series, which was a lot of fun. So shout out anyone who, uh, made the, made the visit. Yeah. Said hi to us, came to our show, watched some wrestling. Maybe you want a prize. We, we, someone walked out champion. Shout out Rob. Rob robbed everyone, but. Not a lot of people bought raffles, so Rob did. So yeah. he bought the most, and that shows that you just oh, gotta wow, buy the okay, most, yeah. and you'll you and be you'll in win. It to win it. Exactly. Put, so shout put out your Rob. money where your mouth is, as Tony Khan would say. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, shout out all the peeps who we did got have it. a couple of uh, lucha champions as well uh, before and after the uh, Santos Escobar Dragon Lee match. We gave away a Rey Mysterio mask as well as a Dragon Lee mask. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they seem pretty happy with that. Yeah. Uh, we ha- shout out Pure Fan and we got those masks from them. Like they have some crazy masks and we've definitely, we gave them away at our last event in the UK and people loved them, but we gave them out for some winners here. You did some trivia. We had some drink specials. We had some food specials. Shout out your EO fries. EO fries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a like a kind of Asian poutine. So, yeah. So fries, a beef, and like a like a ginger sesame sauce. Yeah, and, it was pretty good. Uh, actually. Cheese curds. It was pretty tasty. Yeah. Uh, so there was that. Then of course the uh, drink menu. We did the cl- all the classics: the poison ranas, the uh, bloodline 
Punch. What Bloodline was Spritz. Yeah. yeah uh, the, the Pepsi the, Plunge. The American the, Nightmare. The Pepsi Plunge was a hit, and then something must have happened in the night that just caused more people to start ordering it, which is the alcohol, <laughs> the alcohol free, right? Uh, yeah, it sounds uh, disgusting, but it's pretty tasty. Uh, milk, Coke, and grenadine. With the cherry on top. With the cherry on top. Sounds oh. ridiculous, but it's, it's pretty nice. Uh, yeah, I'd rather go suck a blood money covered dick in Saudi Arabia, you fucking dork. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that came out of left field there. Uh, yeah, everyone started ordering Pepsi because CM Punk. Yes. Showed back up, and boy, I mean, the crowd seemed pretty crazy watching that. It felt like Chicago was uh, re- waiting for that to happen. Yeah, the the punk chants were there in the night, but I wouldn't say they like hijacked the show or whatever. I think they came about in kind of mainly in that main event in moments where you think, oh, potentially we could have a punk come out at this point or yeah. whatever. But it wasn't like the days of old where it was. We're bored. Let's just shit on this match and chant CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, but there was definitely hopes and expectations there from this crowd. Definitely. They did the show the Friday night. And you, I saw some clips online of crowd like videos. And the wrestlers were interacting with it. Mm. And the fact that they did would definitely had my gears going a bit like, okay, hold on a second. There's no reason Seth or Cody would have done those kinds of bits if something wasn't to mm. happen there. Uh, oddly enough... Living Color release a like remastered, remastered edition of the version of the song yesterday, like the day before. So that also had people going off. Didn't help that ESPN also posted, "Hey, who's ready for Survivor Series?" with a picture of so- CM Punk right. on it. <laughs> so people were like, uh. "Uh, I wasn't paying too much attention, um, like to Twitter or anything yesterday. So it was still one of those things where, like, I'll believe it when I see it, yeah. kind of thing. Like, I absolutely." I, did see him coming into the company at some point. I didn't necessarily see it now. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't say it was like his return was spoiled by any means. Yeah. Even no. though the rumblings were there. I did. For me, it was um, when the match ended at quarter to 10. No, quarter to 11. Right. And I was like, okay, this is very short for a, a WWE PLE. Yeah. And they had the graphic up and it's like, Oh yeah. 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 So I was ready. I had my phone ready to capture the bars reaction. Like, okay. If you, if you, if you've watched any of the NXT stuff, triple H like made famous the graphic up. Yeah. And like, I think most people, if you're listening to this, you probably know are aware of that too. But like the graphic up actually was like, I stood up when the graphic went up, I went, Oh my God. This it's is happening. happening. It's happening. And then the music, the camera panned out like it was going to be a rainmaker or a hug. And then the music hit. And I was like, holy, they actually did it. And I, a lot of us, uh, we had, you know, maybe just under 100 people at the bar last night. And all everyone's reaction was like hands on the head, like, wow. Yeah. Uh, people went crazy in Chicago, screaming like his name. And I mean, they got all the, di- the guy just came out and said, I'm back a uh, kind of again. And it's clobbering the- time. This is my house or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then it's, the show's over. So like, huh? I think raw is going to do a huge number. Tomorrow. Yeah. I would Even imagine against t- football. I think it's going to yeah. do very, very well. Uh, yeah. Great, great moment at the end of the show. Uh, I love all the stuff coming out after um, with uh, Rollins like, this wasn't captured on TV, but right. you're seeing all this fan footage of Rollins losing his mind and him saying, you better, like, get fucking Matt there before I fucking knock you out. And, right. like, Corey Graves and Michael Cole are being the ones, like, holding him back, which just made it feel a bit more legit than, yeah. you know, 
Adam Pierce and all the like referees holding him back. It's like, yeah, yeah. you know, Michael Cole's got an office job there as well. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought it, it was great. I thought as an angle, I believe it to be a shoot. Yeah. Uh, sorry. A, an a, angle. A work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's stuff they wouldn't necessarily get away with on the pay-per-view, you know, Seth dropping F-bombs and, and flipping off punk, but fan footage of right. it, it makes it feel a bit more real. I think that's great. And I, I do see that being the, the mania match between those two. The good news is CM Punk can finally main event at WrestleMania. Hey, Seth too. He kind of technically did, but like, you know, to do it one more time. Yeah. He kind of did. But Properly, yeah, like announced yeah. match. Yeah. The thing is, Seth's got a job to a second AEW boy <laughs> again. Like he did it for Cody. He's got to do it for Punk. I don't know. Like with it being like, I assume being a mania program, yeah. it could go either way. Because you can have Punk unbeaten until then. I do see him so, wrestling. Before. Yeah, this is this feels like there's so much to unpack here because of just this guy becoming like the biggest thing in wrestling. Like people, you he hasn't been wrestling a lot this year, and he's still instantly the number one wanting people to hear. He's just like the most interesting one that everyone wants to be talking about mm. to hear what he has to do. When it comes down to his wrestling, it doesn't really matter the wrestling is like the last important thing it seems when it comes to this guy like obviously he still somewhat delivers but like he is the most talked about person in wrestling period like people who don't watch wrestling know this guy because you probably keep hearing people bring this guy's name up all the time yeah so it's like it is crazy and we had a watch party and the bar went crazy right the, the pay-per-view ends and we started playing wrestling music but then the press conference started so you put the audio back on dude people came like people who had already gotten up to leave were like, hold on, actually, wait, Triple H is talking about this. And the bar was still full yeah. to watch all of Triple H's like first few bits about CM Punk and the press conference, which was just crazy interesting because we had people like who had left the bar and then we were like, wait, they're playing that? Wait, I'm going to come back. Triple H saying like, you know, that was 10 years ago. I'm a different person now. Yeah. He's a different person now. Like if the fans want it, let's give it to them. Like kind of being like, you know, we ain't best friends, but willing to work with the guy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, just saying, like, he's a different person now. The guy got fired, like, two months ago for, like, threatening to kill his boss, you know? <laughs> Throwing monitors around and Yeah, but he, he ain't doing that to Triple H, boy. you know? But, like, yeah. so... Yeah, is there any other uh, famous celebrity wrestlers... Famous celebrities who have kids that are res now wrestlers in the WWE that Punk might try to, like, fight with? To, we're, yeah. We're lucky that... That that dude from NXT, Chris Christopherson's son. son's gone. He's not around. <laughs> Any actors who've got kids, you're fucking screwed. I yeah. Like, well, so Punk is just like he falls upwards, doesn't he? Like he's one. Yeah. he's one firing away to be like on the board. Every time CKO, this guy, yeah, he? every <laughs> time this guy gets into trouble, he gets a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> he gets to go to he gets to go to WWE. He gets to leave WWE. He gets to go to AEW. He gets to leave. I just I feel Holy. like it was you know, uh, it's like. Uh, this like, uh, like guys going out with like the jock is going out with the cheerleader, and then the jock treats the cheerleader pretty badly, and then she leaves him to go for this nice geeky lad who's just you know really nice, politely yeah. polite, nerdy, and then loves his video games. Yeah, and they have a great time, and then she leaves him and goes back to the jock, uh... and you just see the poor heartbroken little nerd. Right. Playing his video games, crying. He could still be happy. 
like you know but right now the jock also like would win like the lottery or gets a new job that's yeah. like <laughs> a lot more money involved or something it's very strange but like you cannot deny that look i'm not the biggest punk fan in the world but you cannot deny like the star power that he has now he's he's at that level really the dude who should be sweating is cody rhodes <laughs> well i i mean i think uh you know like you've got to do like, hopefully, Punk, uh, I've got um, Branavan in the chat saying, yeah. I give Punk a year and a half. Um, <laughs> well, a year and a half, that would be two manias. So you can do Seth one year Punk, uh, Seth one year Roman yeah. the next. Right. Um, like, yeah, I feel you. we're still getting Cody Roman right. this year. Okay. Uh, if Rock comes back in, that's... <laughs> that's what I mean. That's, Cody's that's sweating, bro. But, um, yeah, Cody's but yeah, I think What's great is, like, I've been enjoying a lot of WWE recently. I think uh, they've stepped it up on many levels. The storytelling's way more coherent and, uh, you know, they're, they're paying things off and they're remembering their, their histories and stuff like that. Uh, promos have got better as well. And um, Triple H is king. Yeah, and I think there's, like, one of the reasons, one of the, the matches I was excited about on this show was Miz and Gunther, and that's purely down to the build they gave they gave to this with the promos and i think seth is someone that when he's a bit too much into his like joker character is a bit two-dimensional but we've seen when he wants to tap into a serious side like thinking like that segment with riddle you know he's good and and like you can believe him a lot more so i think i'm looking forward to just the the like like vocal sparring between him and punk but there's a lot of other people I'm interested to see Punk like have those segments with because you feel Punk's always feels more unscripted, even in a heavily scripted WWE yeah. PG era. He still just felt like someone hadn't just given him lines to read, you right, know. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what he brings out of other people. Yeah, definitely. Like the the fun part about him in AEW was seeing like the new ta- like the MJF feud in Punk was the one of the yeah. best feuds that AEW's probably put together and now seeing that kind of there's so many different people that you could do that with that just giving that rub will help so much like Grayson Waller is someone that definitely stepped up in my opinion from like his time in in NXT but becoming like one of the best trolls that Mm. WWE has right now kind of like an MJF light but he's more like goofy and reality star-esque kind of and he's been great on social media pretty much like teasing the punk stuff without Mm. saying anything and like you could e- easily have a program that helps to get that guy, uh, yep. even in, even in losing to Punk, like that's something that helps. There's so many other guys in there, but when it comes to like matches and and some big feuds, like you e- easily Cena needs to retire. We got his opponent now. Yeah, like Edge fucked up and left because that would have been your spot. But now it's yeah, Punk. You could totally do that. Uh, obviously, the Roman feud. But what's interesting with that is Paul Heyman. Uh, yeah, revisiting that relationship, which will be good. And I mean, the the, the last thing that wrestling the WWE fans remember of Punk, imagine you just didn't watch AEW and you're just like, well, holy shit, wow, it's been this long. Why is he? Why did he choose this time to come back? He really just had to point at Randy and be like, hey, yeah. like he had, he had no issue with any of these people yet, uh, and it's because everyone in the ring is bigger than him, so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he might not start fights, but yeah, like the 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 Roman thing right like in that podcast he basically shit all over them protect roman and and roman saying quite recently i feel that podcast was 
a lot, like added a lot of the negativity when they were trying to get me over as a baby face. Right. And that podcast turned a lot of people because you watch that rumble from 2014 when Batista wins and yeah. Roman's at the end and everyone's behind Roman yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. Fast forward a year. They're booing the rock out the building, trying to get this guy over. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, Punk's it's yeah. <laughs> and I think punk had a lot to do with that. So that's definitely something interesting. Like he, he was also supposed to be the lead. Like he was the guy who created the shield essentially. Yeah. And then they switched out Chris hero for Roman Reigns. Yeah. So it's like, then they had Roman in the shield pretty much being his guys. And then mm-hmm. that, that all just disappeared. And then they were the shield. And then, yeah, like the big match would be Roman now versus Punk now, but yeah. it's it, would that be your WrestleMania? Would that be next year? Like you do forty one. Yeah, so Roman beats Cody at Mania, beats Hogan's record, <laughs> and then loses it to Punk next year. Wow, where's next year? Uh, I Chicago. Don't <laughs> they don't get enough. I don't think right? They've announced yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other people. I could see him. You know, like he enjoyed his six man tags in. Uh, in AEW, I could see him wanting to team up with the New Day for just some fun six mans on TV, maybe. Yeah, he needs uh, FTR. Definitely, like, how do we? Who, who do we have to punch out and choke out to get fired? To, yeah, because <laughs> CM FTR, right? Uh, Gunther Punk, Gunther something Punk. I'd love to see Cody. Cody Punk, obviously, that's something we didn't get in AEW. Um, so. Kevin Owens Punk, you know? Oh, Punk. yeah. There's some. There's some definite uh, history, like with. Kevin Owens basically following in the footsteps of Punk and always saying, like, this guy helped. Definitely, like, I followed where he, you know. Like, we can good, definitely yeah. ride the babyface wave for a bit, but I think, you know, Punk is also money when he's a heel. So I think there's there's a whole load of options. I mean, he's got to do the whole – he's got to do everything he did in AW, just redo yeah. right now. Like, be <coughs> – excuse me. Be, Where's Bobby Fish? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bobby no, Fish yeah, no. Me. No, but, like, being, like, the guy that just the crowds will come to see, like – it's it's very unfortunate because the the for for AEW because Triple H kind of said it best in that presser. He's like, yeah, this is like a, a different move, but if it's what the people want, then like I'll do anything in that power to make it work, mm-hmm. and that's what he did. Like, if people actually don't like this guy, they'll probably still work with him. Where in AEW, yeah, was he maybe an asshole? Did he maybe punch some people out or choke people out? It's possibly true, but in the end of the day. He was fired and then goes back to WWE where he's now going to make like instantly probably double the amount of money, if not triple, if not, you know, more so not just because of contracts, but shirts and stuff we've seen that like merch mover of everything. So I imagine his WWE, they they put up a shirt right away, right? Obviously. So it's like right away, this guy's going to sell a million shirts by like this week and yeah, like he's laughing because, but it, it it's I wonder a, what kind of schedule he'll be on. Yeah, I imagine he's treated as some of like the big guys who don't I can work see him all doing some TV though. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I see him more maybe like you know like Ronda Rousey's schedule where not every pay per view, but a lot of the pay per views, the odd TV match. I imagine it's going into WrestleMania season that we will see a lot of him. Yeah, because he will be featured at Mania. Like, uh, I see him in the Rumble. Um, yeah, yeah. He's never won a Rumble, has he? There's a it's not, there's a time right. and a place for everything. Final final four. Is it go. too late to book the Cody Gunther Punk and Seth? Seth will probably be. Oh wait, defending. he's the champion. Yeah. Uh, he's the fake champion. Fake champion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. I'm definitely you know tuning into Raw tomorrow. I'm 
like I'm interested. Um, and I think like you look, the roster's pretty strong right now. There's a lot of like interesting opponents that you can fill for the next couple of years. Right. With uh, with Punk. Punk wins the Rumble, beats Roman. Let's go. <laughs> Book it. Is it too late to change the Rumble to Chicago? Where is it? Tampa. Oh, it's Tampa. Yeah. Oh, they'll they'll cheer him down there. It's not yeah. far enough. Uh, yeah, it it definitely changes everything. Like going back to to AEW, it's like, hey, if you did somehow work this out, he probably wouldn't have left, and it, you guys would be in a better spot than yeah. you are right now. Because as much as I'm a huge fan, it won't doesn't change how I feel about AEW. Won't lie though, uh, we didn't watch Collision last night because we were watching this show, and then we had an event and everything, and then, well, I didn't really have time to. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what happened. Happens, yeah. I'll probably watch it this sometime this week, maybe, if I don't get spoiled. But, like, sorry, like, it was it was a big thing where everyone just wanted to hang out and talk about f- Like, I do think it was the right move to fire him. Like, by all accounts, everything that happened, you can't have someone around that's doing that, but... You're just handing him. Yeah, you just gave it to like your biggest star. That's exactly what happened, and and that's what happened like like two years ago, last year, like Cody. Cody. Yeah. yeah. So like, it is like you're the developmental for their main event. Like they just took the same punk design that he was selling on that shirt. Like it's like you gave Cody came in with his logos, his music. Punk's like, yeah, you already got my music and logos, and they they really just gave it to him and. It's gonna be. It's gonna take a lot for AEW to catch back the steam that they had when they when they did have him. Like AEW, they were in the honeymoon phase before Punk. We loved it. It was great, great alternative. But then Vince is gone now, and Triple H is running things. And Triple H seems to actually like we stand Triple H now. I stand for for Paul I Levesque. Have a long time. Yeah. yeah, love love what he's been doing now. And like if. Again, I'm someone who who does not check out all the other stuff, but if they start cooking the way they used to, like there's no reason they can't. Like you know. Mania will be packed. Yeah, Mania is gonna be crazy like, already. The, the card is gonna be nuts. Yeah. And um, two nights. And I think Punk's main something event. you rarely hear about backstage issues in WWE. Not to say they don't happen. Like I think the last one that comes to my mind, and they were like, like paying it off kind of on this show is the Charlotte Becky thing from Survivor Series a couple of years ago. Where right. They okay, seemed yeah. to legit not like each other and right. came across in that awful, uh, like belt trading segment. Oh, um, yeah. But you don't hear much about backstage issues and, you know, punk coming in a couple of few months ago, like trying to make amends, it seems chatting to the Miz and like if him and triple H can be kind of cool, you would imagine everyone else is like, might not like the guy, but we're here to do business and being a bit more grown up about it than uh, than people in AEW, where it is a bit of it has a bit of that inmates running the asylum right. feel at times in AEW, and that's why things like this happen. A big business like WWE, you know, they're not going to let this shit happen. I don't think. Yeah, the picture that Triple H posted with CM Punk last night in Gorilla was cold day in hell. Yeah. And it's like, damn, like this guy ripped on you a lot. Yeah. And Triple H is like, yeah, no worries. He's going to make me fucking $5 million more richer this year. Yeah. Or who, the problem is like, still, uh, still <laughs> raw, isn't it? Still raw is up for negotiations, like TV deals. Yeah. Like, you're just throwing like raw is stacked right now. Like if Randy is sticking around on raw right now as well, right. You got, you know, Randy, Seth, Cody, no, 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 we don't care about any like, of those guys anymore now. Punk's here now. We got like, the new, 
you've got a loaded <laughs> roster of stars, right? Didn't so, it like, feel like that? that for now until Raw's got its, like, yeah. landing spot. And then you can split it up and move some people to SmackDown, keep people on Raw, but... Like, like after this, you're like, oh, yeah, Cody, yeah, true, yeah, yeah, you fought in your first War Games, yeah, cool. We'll get into the, the pay-per-view, I'm mm-hmm. sure. We're going to spend a lot more time on this, because it's just, it changes, like, definitely changes everything. Like, when Punk did his presser at the first all-in he was at, like, mm-hmm. after showing up, or right after facing Darby, he was like, oh, this is, like, the the NWO coming over me danielson and, and adam cole and then like a few months later he kind of retracted that statement he was like oh i was just you know being silly I, it, it's not actually that because eric bischoff was like you you're not like the, the mover you think you right. are right i think with him being on wwe he will potentially be a mover because as many times as we watch every thing of wrestling that we can get our hounds on because we're like obsessed marks there's people out there who would run into CM Punk at a coffee shop and be like, oh, man, I really miss you wrestling. When are you coming back? Mm. And he's like, I'm fucking wrestling, I'm wrestling. Like, tonight. So it's like there will be a lot of people. I mean, just think how watching like, him. how Cody Rhodes was stardust before he left WWE. Yeah. When, and like definitely made himself more of a star outside of WWE. But then the, the fans were turning on him. His like star power seemed to like drop a bit. But right when he was in WWE, he felt like a huge, huge star. He still hasn't even won the title yet. And yeah. he's like one of their top main characters yeah, yeah. and way bigger than ever. Like Punk was already a star when he left WWE and he's just going to be even They just primed him up, man. Now. They just primed him up. They told him he, now he learned maybe he won't fight anyone. Uh, we're talking about dream matches, but what are some, uh, what are some fights that you think might happen? Who's got, who's, who Dominic likes a- Mysterio? Dominic Mysterio, he, he posted, uh, went last night when Punk came out, at, like later on at night, cause he was in the ring, I mm. guess. Uh, he posted video of Punk's UFC fight where he's getting beat up. <laughs> or was it the other one? Oh wait, that was, right. yeah, he posted it. So I, I, that's him just, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I don't think anyone has legit beef with him. I, I definitely see Dom and Punk having a match within, oh, yeah. within six months. <laughs> True. There you go. There's someone's, some rich guy's um, kid. <laughs> Yeah, uh, who else? Who's like a shit disturber? I'm looking at maybe NXT people. Oh, man. Uh, Everyone's so well behaved. Oh, man. Going back to Dom. Dom could be like, yo, you're the reason you gave me like like all these issues. Remember the feud? Isn't there a feud with Punk where he's Dominic's a kid? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. With the straight edge society. Yeah. And, and Dom, like he bullies Dom or gets in Dom's like face and either attacks him or something. So yeah. Dom could be like, it's all because like <laughs> you messed me up, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm... Like the Seth thing, mm. Seth, when he did that video interview where he's like, oh, he's a cancer. Don't come back here. I was like, that's him being like, yo, come back. <laughs> you, I mean, there's quite a good story you could do there where like Punk is wanting that title. And Seth, I think, can, can tread that line still as a baby face being like, you don't deserve a shot at this. I right. want to give this to people who've, you know been here day in day out for the last 10 years where you've been off doing nothing yeah like like denying him it and then you could have him win the rumble or whatever to challenge him so i think that's a way you could really like hold off this uh this match for the what five months still mania something like that yeah yeah Uh, like again punk coming to here is is just big business where i think a lot of people just instantly want to watch and want to tune in and I think AEW were doing the right thing with Punk while, when they had him, mm-hmm. but clearly that not working out. 
it's it's interesting what they'll look they do. Like they're still a great product, but it's definitely like a big blow to it them. It was it was never going to work as as long as you had people not willing to work together. Yeah, like Punk coming in, like you wanted to see. He listed it when he first came to AEW. Yeah, I want to face Kenny Omega. I want to tag with Danielson against the Young Bucks. Like those are two huge things that we were never never able to get. Right. You know, like I think there was money in a uh, a uh, Hangman, like another match against Hangman down the line. Right. I think while Cody was there, there was money in a Punk Cody match, which obviously that can happen in WWE now. Um, Punk Danielson again. There was so much left on the table there that they just didn't get to. And definitely not being able to pull the trigger on like a Punk and Kenny because of issues is like, well, you you can't, you've got this huge star and you can't use it. Yeah. Imagine if Roman was like, oh, I can't face Cena, Seth, Owens, Zayn. Right. We're not, we're not friends. Like, okay, so who are we having matches against then? Well, yeah. I mean, going to some of the things Kenny said, he's basically like, I had no, like, I'm, I had no issues. It kind of sounds like it may have been the Bucks, the Bucks yeah. which like as much as I am a huge fan of them as well, like, yeah, if that's the case, like, sorry, like you didn't do business. Someone should have been the business person yeah. there. There should have been a boss move there mm-hmm. to have been like, actually, no, you guys are going to chat. If there's like you actually, if he actually assaulted someone, you go, we go through the things. If he has to be away for you for a while, but eventually, no, you, yeah. you need to sort it out. This is what we do as a business. Yeah. And like, we create entertainment yeah. and these are our two of the biggest stars. One of our friends sat out, uh, Sam Jackson who came to our event last night when punk came out, we were talking after he's like, isn't it crazy? No other like movie media thing where like a character who's in like this whole other show mm-hmm. can but get fired from this show. But the same character that was on that show all of a sudden can show up on this other show that had like new people, new yeah. stars and everything and can like reference and diss the other show yeah. But like they can't do anything. They're they're different. They're yeah. different like networks, different Bizarre, completely yeah. leagues and stuff. And I'm, he's like, there's no other media like that. Like it's almost like you know, like there's nothing like that. So it is it is interesting. Like this guy can just take everything he has, the way he looks, his shirt. I loved how he he rocking the Danielson the Danielson shirt. Yeah, new CM Punk nice, white fresh shirt, white shirt. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's 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 changing. It's changing everything for sure. Um, what like. His promo is going to be very interesting. Like, yeah, when he came to AEW, it was very clear. Like, he was going to be like, this brought me back to wrestling because this is the wrestling I love. And none of this bullshit from, like, New York. And yeah. uh, that place made me sick. And I wasn't going to go to the place that made me sick and all that. There's so much he said that he's going to look very hypocritical. He is a hypocrite, yeah. But he's also a master on the mic. And so I'm interested how he does negotiate that. And, you know, like, as Triple H said, people grow, people change. Uh, Opinions can change over time on certain things. It is a different company. Vince isn't really running the show anymore. Um, It's, you know, it's it's TKO. It's Ari Emanuel's the big boss at the end of it. Uh, UFC are a big part of it. He's always had a good relationship with UFC. So... That those kind of things you can be like, okay, that's cool. Like I can see you moving there. But when he announces that he's gonna be going for the two ache mountain trophy in Saudi Arabia, uh that's when things are gonna be interesting. Cause that's where you're really like 
gonna look like a hypocrite when it's you know yeah. politics yeah. involved as well. Definitely, definitely. Spe- yeah, there's there's some things this guy said, and in, uh, definitely that tweet, the blood sucking dicks of Saudi Arabia yeah. to the Miz. Clearly, when he went to see them, the Miz. A few months ago when he showed up there, that's who he was talking to, to be like, hey, I was an asshole. I still am, but sorry. Like, yeah. I don't know. He must have, because that one comes to mind right away. It's like, holy man. I mean, he might not. We, we've seen plenty of wrestlers before. Sami Zayn is wrestling at Saudi now. I yeah. don't know, man. Like, but Cena didn't for a while. Uh, you know, Brian didn't for a while, like after the uh, Khashoggi murder. But um They'll, they'll offer him a lot of money and I'm money not, talks, like, you know? Money will make this guy do it. And if anything, he'd just be like, yeah, they're giving me fucking five mil to do it. I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. is is like, I would. I'm not, you yeah. know. But the thing is, you were someone who was so, like, judgy and, mm-hmm. and so, being so critical of all these other people. So you would be a hypocrite if you were to do that. So there's definitely so many things. Him, the... The buy one get four free extravaganza. Like he he wrote he was going off script on WWE for like his own personal things. Yeah. Like I can't imagine them being like, hey, that, just say whatever you want. And he came up with these things on these promos. Like the grass is always greener. Like no, it's not. It's terrible over there. It's like what? I mean, does he bring? Like he could maybe bring some of that into it where he is. He's come into WWE. Yeah. But is still anti WWE. You know, like it's. I mean, that's always been his character anyway like anti-authority and all that so i'd love for him to uh i know he's gonna say something like it's too he's he could just reuse the buck line because he's got you know he's got to get his dig in at tk the bucks or or someone perry yeah like he's gonna get his dig in somewhere along those lines but i'd love to see a dig at vince mcmahon be yeah. like, I had to wait for his dumb ass to get out of here to come back yeah. or something like that, right? Uh, Fightful's reporting right now saying um, Punk's showing up at Raw. So, I mean, like, you promote the I hell out of that. I imagine opens the show. Yeah. Pipe bomb. Yeah. Give him the first half hour of the show and yeah. then have him run out in the main. Something like that. Break <laughs> yeah. his leg. <laughs> yeah. Again. He, yeah, how long do he get injured? No right stage dive. He almost stage dive. Yeah, he almost crowd dived. Did you see that? He <laughs> do- he almost did it right there. And, and then I was like, like oh, yeah, it's over. Yeah, again, the wrestling is the least important thing when it comes to this guy. Like, his matches haven't necessarily all of them hit since coming back. But he has had some really good ones, too. So, not not. I, I enjoyed his his wrestling yeah. run. I think he's he's great at telling a story in the ring. Obviously, WWE does that, especially in Roman matches, to a... To an extra degree. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think he's lost it. Like, his style's never been, like, smooth. He's always been a bit rough around the edges. Yeah, sloppy. Um, but, like, he had some great matches. I loved the Eddie Kingston match. Loved the MJF series. Um, had some decent, like, TV matches as well. Like, I don't think he's necessarily passed it in ring. But WWE is probably a better environment for him to work at. Yeah. When you're having, you know very high work rate matches on the same show in AEW. Yeah, he couldn't hang with Kenny if they were to do like a big match. It would just be like an all right match. I kind of thought that with some of his bigger, like the Hangman I match. I thought that was Hangman and Mox. Yeah, like he, the, the style just wasn't, he wasn't up to Whereas par. up against an MJF who's more of a like storyteller in ring. Right. Like they really connected. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's there's definitely like he's still, he's still got it. I just, I'd, I'd say he will do better matches you're right in wwe with the storytelling but yeah uh definitely still comes across hypocritical just like you know we watched every moment of him in aw and 
just thinking back to like so many things he's said or like done that is like anti WWE. He's fascinating. Like you can, I'm people are going to document. I, you see random clips on Twitter, but we need them all in like one video. There is like a million of them online. Yeah. There's, there's people who who've already made like videos with this package. Probably the video on Twitter that WWE posted of his return at this point is not even been 24 hours. It's almost 20 million views. Jeez. Uh, Jake in the chat, 17, yeah, uh, bringing up how about he brings the bag out, as in the with the real world title in it. You don't need to see the title. Just have a bag. <laughs> Yeah, dump it, dump the bag in the trash. I mean, either you do that, or like not even referencing it is more like, like what you're, you'd be giving them, you'd be giving them like steam if you did that, mm. in my opinion. But he could, he could do that. But yeah, uh, like not even referencing that would probably be even more mm. of a like detriment to AW. I know he will reference someone though. He will definitely reference TK in his opening promo. <laughs> yeah, he will. Or be like the, the you know, like getting into trouble, winky face, that kind of thing. Or he's gonna be like, yeah, that th- those guys are a bunch of bitches over there. So <laughs> I keep beating They're them soft. up. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna say some shit like that. Yeah, uh, Hangman Page will be sat at home again. Like, what the fuck did I do? Like, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, poor Hangman. Um, but like after watching Hangman Swerve, I'm like, I don't know who would win in a fight. I'm, I think it would be Hangman. Oh, I'm pretty sure it'll be Hangman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. When's uh, when's Punk gonna fight someone? That's another like thing. I keep circling back to some of those. Have things. we got a, a pay per view in December for WWE? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it goes. So it, what? Rumble's the next one, possibly. Because we've had like that, like what day one or something like that. Yeah, in, in the past, but yeah, I don't know if uh, we must have another. That's first, a long time to go. The first dance, <laughs> first dance. Yeah. Look, another Chicago yeah. show. This guy's like, like all, uh, all. Yeah, she, it's this is Chicago's like Superman. This is Chicago's like White Knight. Like I don't know what else Chicago's got going on, but they got punk. What happened for seven years in Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like this is their this they're just like fuck yeah AEW should not go to Chicago ever again because <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna get punk chance. Well, that was what AEW were in Chicago this very week. I know, right? yeah, funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's it's so fascinating because uh, you know we're I'm I'm early 30s and I got into wrestling and all I did was like catch myself up on on everything and watching like the the monday night wars back is something having like the network and the channels before that like where you could watch shit back and i'd see how crazy it would be when it's like wait this guy was just on this channel and now all of a sudden he's on this show i'm watching this now like as someone who's just obsessed with watching wrestling and, and loving it right now in this little bit of a boom we got and it's it is interesting. I watch NXT for three years and Adam Cole's like the best guy going. And all of a sudden I watch this other show and he shows up. Yeah. CM Punk returns to wrestling on this other show. Now he's back jumping over here. It's just, it is, it is cool seeing people jump around and do st- still having AW as this platform. And I know the Bucks definitely catching some flack, but like help creating that gave so many people these opportunities and jobs and stuff. But it's, it's in a great entertaining, period right now of wrestling and i'd say cm punk is definitely a big reason of that and gonna get people talking all the time we did this event at the bar last night and we had the place rocking and when punk came out people stood up and were losing their minds there was two guys who for some reason were actually from chicago yeah. but happened to had booked their like vacation to toronto like a weekend or whatever away here 
And they saw that we were this event that we what shared on Google or something. Yeah, they they booked it like hours before the event. They and saw like so oh, I, like message because I was saying like, hey, if you book tickets to join other people, let me know, whatever. And it's like, no, it's just me and my son. We're coming from Chicago. Yeah, and we're like, what? You're from Chicago, but you happen to be in Toronto to watch the watch show an event in Chicago. <laughs> okay, right. So we're watching this, and after Punk came back and it ended and everything. The one dude was crying. <laughs> the one dude was bawling. He was like, oh my God, he's back. And like, I was like, wow, this is crazy. This guy's like really emotional. We had the bar full. And by the end of the War Games match, people were like lined up outside the bar, like peeking through the windows to see like if Punk was going to come back, which I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Because Going around the city, downtown Toronto, when UFC is on, mm. that always happens. You'll see oh, people yeah. like peeking through windows of bars, like trying to see like the finish of fights and stuff. I've never seen it for our wrestling event where yeah. people who weren't even at our event were like, yo, what's going what's on? Going is on is, is Punk back? And I'm like, that's crazy. Then fla- flash forward a little bit. We're like leaving and we're about to, we're loading like some of our, our gear into the, our buddy's car. And this guy on a, a rickshaw driver drives by. Wearing a CM Punk shirt, blasting cult of personality. So our friends hold up the title belts and he stops and he turns around and his music's blaring. And this guy is out of his mind like, CM Punk. I'm like, did you, were you watching at home? And then just, Punk came out and you were like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, Put his shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was. One, I gotta hit the streets. <laughs> He's like, I had to go outside. I had to let people know. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. And this is Toronto. Uh, so I was like, yeah, this guy, like, fuck, man. This guy definitely has his, his fans out, out there all worldwide. So fuck it. It's best for business. And can't wait to uh, see what happens going forward because, like, it's – it's all anyone's gonna wanted to talk about for the past two years since he was in AEW, and it's just gonna get even more worse now <laughs> until he beats uh, Romans for the title. Yeah, <laughs> until we get to that. Do, do I don't see me. I, I think they will <laughs> like. I think it's got to be Cody. I'm still yeah. like sure of that, but I yeah. I totally see him. Uh, yeah, possibly taking Seth's title off of him. Yeah, and it will definitely sell way more of those. Uh, replica world titles if CM Punk's got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll get a CM Punk special Version. edition of the title. Spray paint the X on it. <laughs> Anti-establishment, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest, the rest of the show, like Survivor Series, I didn't really care for too much of the show. I thought the War Games matches were really weak, to be honest. I, I, like, as much as the big talk is, again, is always CM Punk. He dominates anything mm-hmm. else that's that's happening. So people were sent home happy, regardless of the show last night. But, like, the the men's war games, like... Should we go in order? Let's yeah, start yeah, with the sure. Women's. Um, I, uh, like, I thought the women's was fun. I think the the wrestling content of both the men's and women's were good. I just think you need to you need to okay i know they don't want to do blood and stuff like that but i think if you're doing something like a war games you need to up the ante a little bit yeah and just chairs and kendo sticks aren't really yet so soft i want to see some thumbtacks or something like that like up the violence that little bit more i enjoyed the actual uh wrestling uh in both matches and i thought um like the the women's had some great spots like obviously the eo trash can dive which We've seen before, but a whole load of people probably didn't watch that NXT War Games. Yeah. Um, so doing it it's on a great the biggest spot. 
Dage is like awesome. Uh, Charlotte Flair finally landing a moonsault. Unfortunately, in your face, <laughs> but she you actually hit someone. Yeah, it looked bad. But I I enjoyed both War Games matches. I just uh, I kind of want the violence to be upped a little. Yeah, uh, I I you could not compare these to any of the like older ones. The and even the NXT ones were way better than this. Like mm. this year's and last year's. I could not stand last year's. I thought what people cared about last year was the ending with the bloodline and Sammy and mm. all that stuff. It was the same here. People just cared about Randy finally coming out and that part was cool. And then the punk stuff, but the actual match, I was like, man, are you going to do anything in this match? There's a cage. Right. I, I, I didn't feel, I didn't feel it got to some of the violence that we've seen, even I in, agree. even in like the retro ones, like WCW, yeah. like these guys are, you know, gigging and blading and stuff. And this didn't have any of that. It had, People hitting their moves and using kendo sticks, like constantly repeated. I was just pretty, pretty bored. I, I really enjoyed. Like once Randy came out, I thought the final stretch was like electric. That's like in that match. Thirty minutes into the match, it's like holy. And like, uh, yeah, that super RKO I thought looked that awesome was cool. Yeah. as well. Um, and like the nice touch of Randy like giving the win to Cody, like yeah. them kind of teaming up. Yeah, I I liked it. I I do. Yeah, I, I feel you need to do more and try to come up with more creative things. We've seen, you know, Hell in a Cells where in the recent years, like post No Blood, like some have been like quite dull. Some you've seen them try, okay, what can I do that's different that yeah. we haven't done? And they've been the ones that have been more successful. I liked Cody bringing out the the bull rope as well, which we've seen before, a yeah. callback to his Hell in a Cell match with Seth, yeah. but them using it together. There was definitely stuff I liked, liked with it, but I do feel they're, there are handcuffs on these matches a little. Yeah. I so kind of yeah. want to, I'm hoping, you know, this new era, like you have blood all the time in UFC. Like, can't we just have some blood sometimes? Yeah. B Detroit in the chat, shout out B. He's saying he's all set for Gore this month. He says, I'm good, man. Mm. Cause we got some in AW, but like just anything other than like the same things. It's like the, all the crowd cares about is get the tables and then you get the table and it's like someone goes through a table. Whoa. Yeah. It's like just a little I'm like, over tables. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little contrived. It's like kind of boring. And, and now they're just repeating the same spot a, a lot throughout. Again, I, I thought the men's was, was better than the women's, but for still like for a war games, definitely like I wanted a bit more. I, I thought they built up the anticipation for Randy really well. With, like the through long storyline of, Where is he going to show up and him, him not coming out? Um, when his music, uh, sorry, him not coming out when the buzzer went down. Yeah, bring out Rhea first with the, the Tie, money the, in the bank yeah, yeah. and all that, and then it got that huge reaction when Randy returned. Looking yoked, looking huge. Yeah, uh, I'm happy Randy's back. I've, I really like Randy when he first started when he was like the the rookie and the legend killer and all that, and then he was dull for me for years and years, and it's just been. Like the year leading up to his injury, where I really got into him again, he felt like really motivated. Yeah, yeah. And I think him coming back, especially after this injury, but where by all accounts, like doctors were telling him he probably shouldn't come back to wrestling. And he was like, nah, fuck that. I want to. Uh, I think he's going to be super motivated. And you've now got like quite a fresh, like upper mid card. Yeah. And, and like, top stars in the company for him to work with. We still haven't had the Roman match yet, which was kind I of think that's the rumble. teased. That should be, I think. Um, and yeah, he, uh, I saw, 
some like fan cams he was indicating 10 more years as he was leaving he's like i ain't leaving he's putting up 10 more 10, titles 10 more titles 10 more years <laughs> what is he 14 time uh yeah, thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, He's crazy. he he can do it. Yeah, I think Roman v Randy at the Rumble. Then you have the story of like Randy and Cody will be boys going forward a bit, and then kind of like teasing like if Cody wins the Rumble, then I'll face you, Randy. But then Randy never mm. wins the belt for Roman, and then it is Cody versus Roman, hopefully. But yeah, him being back is a big move as well. Like good time. Like again, you're stacked for WrestleMania. I think again as well, like. Uh, there's a lot of baby faces at the moment. So I think you could have Randy run as baby face for a little bit, but eventually you need to turn him yeah, heel, yeah. Uh, especially for a Cody feud. Unfortunately, no RK bro. No. Yeah. I don't think he'll mention that. <laughs> you see Riddle's tweet? Yeah. He tagged WWE, tagged CM Punk and said, wow, you, you think I had attitude problems? And, yeah. and everyone's like, eh, it's kind of a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk likes Pepsi. You like a lot of other yeah. things. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what else happened on this show? We had the Gunther versus Miz match. You know, I, I definitely got into that. I don't think it got to maybe the level that in my mind I thought it would get to. How do you think about that? I, I'm exactly yeah. the same. This was actually the match i was most looking forward to on the show and i do think miz stepped up it's definitely one of miz's better matches yeah but i feel like i think this could have gone to the next level i think miz needed to take a bit more punishment he he didn't take anywhere near enough chops uh like after this match he should have been hitting instagram showing the welts and bruises on his chest and it didn't get to that level i thought it was good i thought they did a great uh near full spot with the low blow and skull crushing finale like the the bar definitely yeah. bit on that i thought they they had a a good match but i was expecting like yeah. just that you know the real like gunther like bullying this guy and they they did still kind of show like gunther looking at him at the end like okay you had a bit more in you than than i was expecting yeah. but if Still felt more of a mismatch than a Gunther match. Yeah. Like a high-level yeah. mismatch. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> high-level mismatch. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's like an oxymoron right there. I, I don't, uh, I, I think I really bit on the, not, not really. I'm like, there's no way he's beating him, but the, the, the double low blow and the skull crushing finale was fantastic, but everything else felt pretty like, pretty like a mismatch. So I was like, oh, I wanted him, to, I wanted him to do chop battle. And you didn't really even do that. So I was like, oh, that was that was all you nearly needed yeah. to do yeah. was just chop him back. Yeah. You've been wrestling for fucking 10 years. You don't know how to chop? Like, just do it. Like, doing the bit where, you know, he's getting chopped and then he does the fire up. Like, come on, is that all you got? Something like yeah. that where you go, oh, shit, Miz is bringing it. He tried to do the... never really got... Yeah, there. he tried to do the Danielson stuff, right? Because he does the kicks. Yeah. But it's like, dude, like, can you at least, like practice on a bag once in a while yeah. i don't know man <laughs> it's still the miz to me but i i was expecting a bit more uh the rest what the rest of the card so we had santos and dragon lee honestly kind of the same same thing you know these two could go for like 10 minutes and absolutely astonish us but they went like seven minutes and it was just like okay cool i was busy marking trivia during this fair match, enough I yeah think. so i didn't uh i would like to go back but yeah i wouldn't say there was anything that took my eye off of marking trivia I, and and i def- definitely think there is uh 
more i've i've been loving santo since this turn absolutely yeah yeah yeah. like i caught uh smackdown this week as well and i i think he's he's really elevating himself and i think by the time we come to mania when we're i assume doing ray versus santos like he's gonna feel like a mega heel taking on ray mysterio he should be the guy to take ray's mask yeah in wwe i know obviously kevin nash and wcw but like ray mysterio Following his social media, he's getting a little fed up of wearing this mask. A little, yeah. I, th- I think he's posting photos where he's like, "I'll just do this," yeah. and like cover his face and stuff. I'm like, I know you just want to like be able to go to a restaurant with your wife, and yeah, <laughs> and take photos yeah. when you want, and like, <laughs> why not? And I don't think Santos is cutting his hair, but hair v mask. He's got beautiful hair, doesn't he? Yeah, the thing with Santos is I'm loving it. I'm always loving his fits, man. We would go off on NXT of the way this guy dresses. Mm-hmm. Loved his uh, his his like, drug rug. <laughs> yeah, uh, love that, but. I need if this guy's going like full heel like he kind of is like he he could have done some things like absolutely murder Dragon Lee here to be like prove a point mm. but because Ray is out and this like prolongs that I'm not sure what you do with him in that time I I wasn't sure why they switched out Carlito I I didn't was it an injury or something was he not clear they've done know. an injury angle with Carlito I think maybe they just realized this is going to be a better match yeah um, but then they only gave him like. A little bit of time and it didn't really get into the gear i i thought yeah i i was actually surprised because we thought this pay-per-view was going to go long because the yeah. uh the women's match took up like the first like 45 minutes of the show sure. if you're thinking like entrances video packages all that ruffles commercials exactly um but then the rest like really sped by and i definitely think this could have um as you said either had santos come out and just kill this guy or have like a decent like 12 30 minute match yeah it, it was a little short yeah game. exactly yeah it was like oh man i've seen both of you guys go and this didn't get necessarily to a level i thought it could but where i think they've done a good job with dragon lee on on smackdown where yeah. uh they haven't done a whole lot to like establish who he is and his character but his wrestling has been getting him over yeah and people you can see some of his <laughs> matches where people are starting off sitting on their hands because oh, I don't know who this guy is. And then by the end, like really into it. Yeah. So, and I thought this match could have done that, especially with this smart crowd like Chicago, but didn't really get there. What about Rhea Ripley, Zoe Stark? I like Zoe Stark. I just don't feel like it's one of these matches where there's no way Rhea's losing this yeah, at all. Exactly. And I think we spoke about this last week where it feels like we're holding her away from like the big, big stars until it's like a mania or a big enough event yeah. that you can build that program. So Zoe, I think there was maybe, uh, I think the stuff with Trish was great when she was like teaming with her. And obviously like Trish's like write off was the Becky Lynch cage yeah, match. But maybe but it shouldn't have been. <laughs> I think you could have maybe gone on and then had, if you had a Zoe Stark Trish, like mini feud after right. Zoe might be a bit more, um established fair um but I, I thought the match was fine i i thought they didn't click as well as i thought they would um, yeah it didn't get to a, any other level but zoe is a good wrestler for sure and I, you're kind of right like they're kind of confused of what to do because like the last time she was the last time i remember she was with trish kind of dressing like her almost and then here she's coming out with like face paint and stuff i'm like i don't she's just happy and yeah 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 so i'm just like all right i don't know really what you're doing with your character yet but. did you hear um triple h's comments on jade 
Yeah, everyone in the bar gasped, and I was like, "What the hell was?" I told you that I mentioned that we had people, we had a full bar watching Triple yeah. H's press conference. It's funny. The <laughs> the manager was like, "All right, people aren't spending anymore, so I'm just gonna put on like NASCAR or yeah, whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck was on." Yeah, but because so, they would just stayed there all night. Watch the whole fucking press presser. Conference. Yeah, I'm surprised Triple H didn't bring out any uh, Mindy's muffins. Mm. No one supplied him that. That would have been a good one. Um, but. I was like, oh, what did, what, what's going on? And someone's like, oh, he just said something about Jade and like how she wasn't meeting the expectations or something. I can't. No, it, it wasn't quite that. He was saying, uh, like, kind of reading between the lines, he was saying where she was before didn't prepare her well enough. And wow. he said, like, she's doing, uh, he, he said she's going to be fantastic, like, and she's, like, she's doing great, but we kind of needed to, yeah. Go back to the basics a little bit. Wow. Was kind of reading between the lines what he said. And he said, like, we wanted to, like, get her out there in front of people, like, to show off. Like, we've got Jade Cargill and get her name out there and build up her, like, luster a little. And he said, and when she's ready, she's going to be fantastic. Yeah, he said that uh, she was limited from mm. her training. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we said it in AEW. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't ready when that you know, was going on, but they decided, look at her. I, I think the problem is with an AEW is like, I understand why they'd have wanted uh, Jade on TV, like immediately. Like, yeah. Look at her. She yeah. looks like a star and doing kind of the, the sort of Goldberg run. It, she didn't necessarily need to have great matches, but the thing is you can do that in WWE and have her work house shows four nights a week you know, and be improving and being in the PC every day. You watch, she's probably just rolling around at the nightmare factory and that's about it. But which yeah. there's training and then there's just working and having matches, more and more matches under your belt. And they got to be more like, wow, man, you got to do your match yeah. every day, every week until you ta- tape it. So it's ready. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat did, man? <laughs> just do the same match every day and you'll get good. So I, w- I wonder how long that will be until we see Jade. Maybe, yeah. maybe a rumble. I thought that was an interesting comment. It's kind of throwing shade at AEW, but at the same time, like she wasn't good in AEW. The problem is they could have trained her yeah. better in, in AEW instead of they just used it's, her as a star. Uh, it's... Great, though, that we're actually getting some stuff come out of these presses. Because yeah. a lot of the time it's very kayfabe <sighs> and saying a whole lot of nothing. Whereas from what I caught, like, there were some newsworthy sound bites. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're they're pretty, like, they're pretty missable. But this one coming out, obviously people had things to ask about punk and everything. But, yeah, I, I thought Triple H was very honest in his... His opening thing at the presser, at least what we watched, because he did say the things about Jade, which was pretty honest. He didn't have to say that. Maybe it was a dig at AW. Maybe it wasn't. But also, it was just honest. Yeah, like yeah, she she wasn't ready, and we've seen how how good the PC is. You're looking at people like Tiffany Stratton, yeah, and how quickly your Trick Williams, how quickly they're progressing and sure. getting better and better. And yeah, we've literally watched it from their first match, yeah, to now. So. Uh, yeah, but overall, I, I honestly didn't really like this show. I know the, the huge cloud of CM Punk is going to make people think it's like, oh, it's an epic event where CM Punk returned to WWE. Like, yeah, that's it's true. Like, it's such a needle mover of a big shift in what could come in WWE and wrestling. But overall, definitely like could not hold a candle to some of the wrestling I watched last week on mm-hmm. the AW pay per view because like there was some matches on that show that were just like fantastic, but. What WWE still does is the whole storytelling kind of thing. And I, this one, 
honestly wouldn't have maybe checked it out live if we didn't really host a party. But they they haven't sold me on the war games. Like they've they're, they're now zero and two for war games for me. Okay. I'm like man, like. Even the NXT ones, like, they were so creative with, mm-hmm. like, some of the stuff they were doing. Like, think back to, like, Ricochet or Undisputed Era, Roddy and, and fucking even, even Authors of Pain, right? Like, it, I remember those matches ending and they're just being, like, like, rubble, mess almost, yeah. if you know what I mean, across the ring. Yeah, and I'm not and- saying Blood and Guts was the best this year either, but the, the AW ones have been a bit better than, than these ones. I, I think I enjoyed the show more than you, but I, I'm kind of, like, agree as well like i thought the the actual wrestling content of both of of the men's war games was pretty good just you know it felt like maybe a survivor series in a cage rather than yeah yeah um and i'd maybe give it like a six and a half out of ten the show like i enjoyed it it wasn't a bad show but everything left me being like that could have been a little better that could have been a little better yeah but then you add the like randy return the r-truth return and punk like Overall, I enjoyed myself watching this. And, so, but I definitely think you could have a better pay per view as well. Yeah, Triple H was like, "Oh, I'm very proud of this event." I was like, "Yeah, I, I understand." But I mean, biggest gate, biggest gate, like since like it's basically on par with Mania uh, when insane. Mania was there. Like you saw the the stage, like they did a a small stage to fit more and more people in. Uh, you also had like your Slim Jim and your Ruffles. Fucking Ruffles, like, man. They made a lot of money on it's, this event. I mean, this is this was just one giant commercial is what this pay-per-view was. Do you think uh, you could see Survivor Series doing a stadium in the future? Possibly. I mean, if people care about the war games, it bigger means better, right? But yeah, uh, Survivor Series is definitely like... Before the war games, they were running out of ideas what to do with mm. the like five on five to the point where they fucking canceled this pay per view right at one point and then they were like, going to yeah and then they're like all right we'll bring it back and do this stuff and it's like yeah you always get to see like a lot of the stars because it's like huge multi man matches but they definitely don't like hit sometimes as much as some of the it other it would be not I think next year would be cool to do um you know a baby face bloodline Jay reunited with them. Like right. them all baby fake post like Roman's probably not got the title now. Right. He's disappears for a bit and For a bit, this guy's not even on no, TV I, now. Like, but <laughs> he wasn't I know, even at this show. I know, but like <laughs> I'm thinking after Mania he could drop it, uh go away for a bit and then have a big baby face return to like reform the bloodline yeah. and do bloodline judgment day. Like I don't know if Judgment Day will still be a thing a year from now, but right, right. I think that feels like the biggest match you could do. Like rather than just throwing random people, random baby faces and heels together, like having Judgment Day bloodline in the double cage, I sure. think that would be good. Yeah, I mean WWE's got like firing on all cylinders with going into a Royal Rumble in January and then like Mania having Punk, Randy. Like, big, I do think having people. the the two belts makes the Rumble a little less predictable this year as sure, well. Yeah, because you could definitely go Cody wins it back to back. Yeah, uh, you could do. Seth, uh, sorry, you could have Punk win it. Yeah, um, I, I still like the idea of doing Gunther Seth at Mania, but I I feel like now that's probably not going to happen. I mean, does Punk wrestle at the Rumble? Like in a singles? Yeah, uh, he could. Yeah, yeah. It's Colin, Colin FTR. Yeah. How well do you like Edge? <laughs> do you like him more than me? You like him more than me, don't you? You're have you in- thought about punching someone backstage? <laughs> Come on, just do it. Cash, where's your gun? Yeah. <laughs> So I guess it's safe to say CM Punk is not the devil. 
I guess not. No. You know who it is then? Is it Jack, Jack Perry? Perry? Yeah. <laughs> it seems kind of logical. I've been seeing the arguments out there. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. I think, like, I think it makes sense, but I think people will shit on it. Of course they're going to shit on it. Cause it's, but there's not really anyone that's, that I care if yeah, it is. Yeah. You so know? it's like, are we going to, maybe MJF, he's doing it to, to like please MJF. Oh, wait, no, he's attacked his friends, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe MJF was behind him the whole time. I don't know. It, yeah. It's definitely like going to get shit on now that it's punk being the biggest like draw of WWE right now. And then AEW's like, yeah, and we've got Jungle Boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely going to get shit on. Yeah. So maybe he'll get the heat he wants. They need to get Sasha in, don't they? Yeah, that's probably the next logical thing. What oh, we need to bring someone in? Oh, she could just go to WWE at this point. Yeah, if yeah. Punk's going back, you know, like yeah, anything can happen. Yeah, yeah, it's like Macho Man going back to WWE. It's like whoa, yeah. this guy went back. Yeah. Look at all the shit this guy said about them. <laughs> I bet the the Colt Cabana podcast is a great listen. Oh, listen I back listen at this back point, all it. these years later. I know John Wade listened back to it in the summer. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, that'd be great. Uh, you 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 end up having Punk inducting Triple H into the Hall of Fame, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> they're gonna go out for some good friend Papa. they're gonna go out for some h2o tonight yeah neither drink do they <laughs> yeah neither drink but one of them feels like he does they're, they're like at the point where they're like actually you and i we're not so different <laughs> <laughs> we like money yeah we like water one of them likes pepsi i don't know if triple h drinks soda uh punk doesn't drink pepsi anymore oh yeah what's he gonna get that thing covered with no he like he likes his uh Dasani? his seltzers his oh, remember Perrier? he was drinking there perrier yeah, he had his own own kind of one. Probably from Chicago. From Chicago, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Probably $9 a can. Probably. Yeah. Alcohol-free. Mm-hmm. Hey, bless it. Uh, lo- I do love me some bubbles. Yeah, me very too. Very nice. Some Perrier. I like the cherry San Pellegrino. Ooh, very Fantastic nice. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Pepsi's okay. It's actually not really one of my go-to. I'm a, I'm a Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that what he's going to say in his promo on Raw? He's like, I might be a Pepsi guy, but the guys over there are more into Coke. Yeah, <laughs> hey, oh. uh, yeah again, everything definitely like shifts and changes what, like, if Triple H is cool with this guy coming back, he'll do anything to please the fans, as yeah. he said, and make a buck. So, Like, I want to watch Raw Live this week. It'll be interesting. Is, I might have to, yeah. Uh, which I don't always say. I, tr- I try to catch Raw. Like, it's, you know, I don't normally have much going on on a monday night so if they t- i throw it on yeah i'm definitely like compelled to watch it this if week. they say hey start he's starting raw then like yo that's gonna be a crazy yeah. rating like people will tune in to watch that i will tune in to watch that probably not a lot but like that's crazy like i hope that they can ride this momentum i mean i hope this guy doesn't fucking choke anyone out mm. in the wwe going forward but yeah uh uh shall we talk a bit at AEW. Uh, uh, we had the start of the Continental Classic this week. I mean, yeah, we're, we're pretty terrible as we didn't even watch uh, Collision or Rampage mm. from last night. Very low rating for them, but I mean, you were going up against this show. Yeah, so, like, what are they going to do? Yeah, yeah. What, what, are they, what are they like opted to do in this case? So uh, They're going to keep running into that as well. It's going to keep happening. Yeah. Like, more than none, more, more times than none, they're going to get like blown out of the water and mm. It sucks, but they like added like some big matches that 
I, I do want to watch, but it's like, God, you're, you're forcing us to, to choose. So it's, it's definitely put them in a bad spot. But, um, from this week, you know what? Uh, the, the tournament, it feels very forced and not like the G1 at all. It feels, I know if that's a, maybe that's just a bad comparison, but instantly it was like, you're, you're just booking guys the way you book guys. Anyways. It didn't, the matches didn't feel any different from no. an AEW match. And I think maybe, there's some things you could do. Maybe have like, you know, like have the clock on the screen throughout it. Cause you know, it's the 20 minute time limit right, and right. it's, you only get a point if it's a draw or stuff like that. It didn't. And I think you're trying to establish it that this is, you know, no nonsense. There's no interference in that. And then right away in the second tournament match, you've got Roosh pulling out the cables and hitting low blows and stuff like that. And I, I know you get that in the G1, but I think if you're trying to establish something as this is like a pure wrestling tournament, you shouldn't be doing that stuff at all. Mm. Like keep that for later in the tournament where maybe like Roosh really needs to get that, those three points now and pulls out a low blow. Yeah. But I I think in your establishing night, that like didn't really, like it kind of rubbed me up the wrong way with this tournament. And I didn't think you were getting that like really hard hitting style that you expect from the G1. Also, this is one of the things with the G1 is it's grueling. You know, you're wrestling every night. You wrestle like your, your tournament yeah, match on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. You're then wrestling in a tag on a Tuesday and then you're wrestling a tournament match on a Wednesday. Whereas this, the way it is, it's, well, I, you wrestle a match once a week, which you were doing anyway. So yeah. you're not really getting that grueling level to it as well. Yeah. It didn't feel, uh, as like, it just feels like every other AEW dynamite where it's like, oh, Jay Lethal's facing Swerve. I wonder who's winning that one. Moxley's facing Mark Briscoe. I wonder who's winning that mm-hmm. one. It's very because he plays the same games, those same people who job to the same people all the time. Like he has his cast of crew who are like, you're the losers. You will you will get just because it being a points tournament, yeah. you will have those losses in there though. Yeah. You'll you'll have to really so it's it's just so it just felt like every other dynamite except now you're slapping like this name on it where it's like a different and match also style. like not- uh the title is like less than it's not for like i don't even know what it's for i don't even you know, know what it's like, for i i think you know g1's great because it's the winner is headlining wrestle kingdom if you had this maybe like not this time of year have this in april to yeah. build and your winner is going to all in yeah. to face yeah. the world champion. Exactly. It would feel more prestigious. Also, uh, you're like, hey, it's going to be the biggest tournament. Danielson's got one fucking eye and he's going to be in it. And we just signed Will Ospreay, but Kenny's not in it. Malachi Black's not in it. Mm. Ospreay, nah, he's not in it. You know who's in it though? Jay Lethal. Yeah. And Mark Briscoe. Yeah. And Roosh. You know why they're in it? To lose. Mm. <laughs> I just, it did. It's just like you're not tricking me and like how you, you came about it. You're just doing the exact same thing you're booking, except now you've called it this. And now I've got to watch these guys, the same iteration. Because they're going to have different matches against each other, right? Yeah. Obviously, like a round robin. So, yeah, I, I didn't love it as much as maybe I thought I was going to. But um, expl- please explain to me like I'm five. What do they win? Uh, the Triple <laughs> Crown Championship. Okay, again, pardon me. So the okay. ROH World title. Okay. The New Japan Strong Openweight Championship. Wow, you did it. Okay. And uh, a brand new title <laughs> that they're already merging with this title. The Continental Championship. So wait a second. So 
But Eddie's those ch- champions. Yeah. So, so he he fucked it up in his promo because he said, okay he said I'm putting this on the line in every match I'm right. in. Yeah, he should. Which doesn't done. make sense because he could lose to say Swerve and then Swerve might not even make the final. Right. Um. But it's no the winner of this tournament wins his titles plus a new title. But that all together become one title. Okay. Okay. I think you did a better job than how they did on TV. Because yeah. Eddie was like, so I'm the New Japan IWGP tag champion, and I'm also the world TNA title holder. And it's like, wait, Eddie, I wait. I feel Eddie a- might be one of those people that, like, <laughs> Tony Khan's explaining to him what it is. And he's like, yeah, yeah, Got yeah. It. And in his head is, and then he's like, all right, yeah, he said, he's uh, just thinking about chopped cheese. these championships in every single match. I'm like, no, Eddie, no, Eddie. Uh, okay, so so the winner... So wait, so Eddie just, if he loses, has to give the titles to this person? Or is Eddie going to eventually have to put the title on the line in a So match? Eddie, like, basically the final will be, like, at World's End will be for these titles. So he won't be defending them until then. Okay. Because it, it doesn't make sense for him to defend You're them. right, it doesn't make sense. And also, <laughs> it means that he's probably not going to be on final battle either. Which is bizarre, because I think, like, three weeks, a month ago, this final battle was going to be the oh. Bucks and Hangman oh, Page, yeah, yeah. the trios. You're going to have Samoa Joe as the TV champion, Eddie Kingston, and now Ronda this Razzle. final battle <laughs> is before this, so you can't have him have a title defense. So so, so and, more Ring of Honor shit, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that... that That's I mean, it's only going to be an Honor Club, this one. It's not a pay-per-view, but... Oh, okay. um, but yeah, it doesn't look great. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. Considering I think as much as we haven't really watched any of the ROH TV, we've checked in the pay-per-views and they've been of a high quality like yeah, last year. Sure. I don't think that's the case now. I, I, I'm probably not watching this pay-per-view. Yeah, the, he, I think Tony's made some missteps with Ring of Honor being one of the big ones and <laughs> losing CM Punk as the other. <laughs> the rise and fall of AEW. Yeah. No, I, 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 I love him, and don't get me wrong, but they, that's definitely, like, this week's episode of Dynamite, you didn't really blow me out of the water. Um, loved Christian renaming Luchasaurus Killswitch. Yeah. And the prodigy Nick Wayne. That's, that makes sense, and that was pretty funny. But having Edge smash in Nick Wayne's head right in front of his own mother. Yeah. Really confused me. <laughs> I I thought they played it well though, with like his mum being distraught by it, and like Edge just seeing red in the moment and not really thinking. I think this could mean she she joins, joins. Christian. Yeah, she has she's to. Like, Fuck you, yeah. Edge. Yeah, that's the only reason so, they did that. I, I I think we'll see that payoff. Right. Um, although, like. I love just like essentially ref bumps, you know, she just gets knocked into like pushed yeah. over. Yeah. So she passes out. Oh she is out God. cold. <laughs> yeah. If it, her acting is any indication of what's to come, yeah. it's going to get, it's going to get juicy. Uh, but I like the building, like the stuff like for, uh, you know, Luchasaurus to eventually turn on. They're, they're planting those seeds nicely. I want Luchasaurus to un- take off his mask and it's Tyson Tomko the whole time. And they've, I think they've announced edge versus Christian for Montreal. What the hell? Did did I just make that up? Did you just dream that? Did I dream that? I'm pretty sure someone said Edge Christian in Montreal, which makes a whole lot of sense. 
I mean, it's not Toronto, which would be good, but... Yeah, Edge versus Christian in Montreal for the TNT title. Uh, Jake in the chat saying, can y'all just call him Copeland already? <laughs> uh, no. No. <laughs> I didn't even, I, I completely forgot I was calling him. I can't believe not, the commentary haven't slipped up yet. Like, at least that I've heard. Because, like, there's I, no way I'm Tell you what, I ain't fucking calling him Cope. Yeah. And I ain't calling Kenny and Jericho the golden fucking Jets. Oh, I am. Either. They're the golden, you know, call them by their fucking no. proper government names. <laughs> Edge. And you know what, Jake, I'm, I'm calling him Luchasaurus as well. I ain't, I ain't No, he's the kill switch. He's kill switch. Kill, kill switch bullshit. I thought he was going to call Luchasaurus. He's already got one switch on the show. If he, I thought he was going to call Luchasaurus kill switch and Nick Wayne unprettier. unprettier. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah. He, he's unprettier after that. I, I loved shot. his, uh, we will be reviewing, uh, next week, uh, the two towers. And I loved, uh, Christian's like, you nil for no man. <laughs> My friends. I you love, nil for no man. Again, that promo was, that, that whole segment was so weird because it's like Edge the babyface murdering this kid in front of his mom. Yeah. But then I loved Christian's reaction like, that's my child. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is so funny. So I, I guess I liked it, but I was like, I know why you did it because you want the mom t- to have a reason to join you. Yeah. So Chris, Christian and Nick Wayne's mom are going to be smooching soon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. Uh, what else did we have on this? Uh, we mentioned the devil stuff. Uh, do, have you seen that video going around of it looks like Adam Cole's like pressing a button in his pocket? So no. He sat down and like MJF's talking and then it cuts to black and the, devil's on right but it looks like just before it cuts to black he puts his hand in his pocket oh and then when it comes back up he like takes his pocket hand out and it could just be people looking into nothing and right. he wanted to scratch his leg or something but it was yeah. kind of the timing is it's like he's going doink right so he's he's controlling jack perry uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he's Jack Perry's subbing in for Adam Cole until Adam Cole's ready which is not going to be until like after all in it seems yeah. like how long is this guy going to be out uh like adam cole yeah um yeah how like, it'll be like like march april i'm imagining I march know. or april I, I have no idea so he'll make all in. he injured i i don't know the it was a pretty bad injury wasn't it so like march april this dude's gonna look like tom hanks castaway he's already on the way to looking that way dude's gonna yeah. <laughs> dude's gonna be looking <laughs> dude's gonna start coming out with a volleyball soon holy he needs to like dye his hair gray like make it look like he's great. I don't out. know if he needs to do that. I think he'll just wait it out. It'll it's, happen. It's natural, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't seem that. Oh, uh, anything else from? I don't really think uh, there wasn't much newsworthy from AW this week. Yeah, they, I mean, we've announced uh, we are getting uh, Joe and MJF at World's End. Yeah, that that I like. I think I really enjoyed that first match, and I mean, cr- I know MJF now the longest reigning champ here in AW, but like. Would it be so bad to give Joe the title? I don't know. He's never won the title in WWE. That was always like a, a letdown. And it wouldn't be like the worst. It would It would definitely like switch things up maybe yeah. a little bit and get some people talking like, wow, like Samoa Joe's the champion here. So like I, I'm not against it, but also like MJF losing the title could t- to someone else could also like make that person. So I don't know. Especially with it being the rematch. Like yeah. you feel like Joe might uh... – and like, and have babyface Joe potentially like it doesn't have to be a long run exactly, and you can have Swerve win it in the new year or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like, because I I think I 
I think Swerve should be the champion. Yeah. And it's where you get it, whether MJF wins this one and then Swerve beats him at Revolution. Yeah. And then you can go back. Like, yeah. You can do, uh, like, in the summer. What is that? There's a jet above us oh, or wow. something. I don't okay. know what that is. Uh, the Golden Jets? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then you can revisit Hangman Swerve, like, in the summer for the title. That would be great. Yeah. No, I'm... Because you should be building a company around those two. I feel, yeah, I feel like Joe winning would be like a whole like kind of kind of switching things up and, and you could protect MJF. Maybe the devil costs him to reveal his Jack Perry there and it, people hate Jack and that goes into that feud. But like the title run could continue and be even longer, but like it's definitely run its course. It's made him even bigger. I don't know necessarily if like Joe winning is a bad idea, but yeah, no, I, I don't disagree because then what else you, you go swerve is the, like the guy who just murdered hangman and coming mm-hmm. off that, you would imagine he gets some sort of big rub from this. Um, I don't want him to win this. Yeah. Me neither. Just yeah. because of that. Yeah. I'm kind of like, like ugh, this tournament's stupid because it's just going to be like him eventually losing to what mocks or him. He has to win it, but then like winning these titles is not like, eh, it's whatever. So maybe, maybe that route is like, if Joe goes into the new year as champion and then like what the next pay-per-view he could lose it potentially. Like yeah. that's, that's fine. But someone who's followed Joe, like, yeah, TNA's won the title there and stuff, but he never won it in WWE. And he was, he was kind of miscast in WWE and obviously injuries and age and stuff. But I, I feel it, he's someone that you, you think if triple H was running stuff like five years ago or yeah. whenever, yeah. like yeah. Joe could have had his run. Like, I loved that build for Joe versus Brock. Yeah. The match and, didn't and live then up the match to happened. It. Yeah. And, and you just think, you know, doing something like, let's just go with Joe here, yeah. have him beat Brock and look like an absolute world beater and have that run. Cause we know he's, he's great as both a baby face and a heel. Um, and can totally carry it. Like he's not where he was 10 years ago, but he's not bad. No, he's either, great. And can definitely carry the stories and stuff. And maybe after we've had a bit too much ha-ha with MJF's title run, like having a, a serious Joe, like making it feel a bit more serious, the world title for a little bit, uh, isn't a bad idea. Yeah, no, I, I'd definitely be down for it. And, and if not the case, then yeah, uh, Swerve coming in there at the next pay-per-view to face MJF. I don't know if that would be the right story to go with right now, but still, because uh, it'd make people kind of who to cheer for kind of thing, where if Joe's... Same thing with Joe, to be honest, because he's he's just been really entertaining. He's he's just always been so good and yeah. it, main eventing a pay per view, yeah, fucking amazing. Like I think that match will just be so good. I really love the TV match, but I think they'll even go to a next level. And Joe's just yeah for his, for someone who is in a fucking poncho on commentary. I can't believe I'm still enjoying his wrestling, and I'm so happy we just did a review of uh, a TNA pay-per-view turning point Oh five. And we were just a few weeks ago, we were like raving about his match with AJ styles from this show. Mm-hmm. It's just fantastic. Like he's just one of our, our favorite guys. So I kind of like, yo, give this guy a title one yeah. time. Let's do it before he ends his career with CM Punk in WWE. Yeah. He'll go back. <laughs> When's his contract up? He'll go back. Think of all the guys now who are like, yo, punk's over there now. All right, I'm going FTR. We mentioned, I feel like there might be some other people that are like, Oh, like Ricky Starks, yeah. Like he already had a reason to go over. He's already his feet are already dipping in the waters over there. So it's weird, isn't it? Like now it seems like WWE. I mean, obviously Punk's not young, but WWE having an eye on the like homegrown quote unquote AEW talent, bringing in a Brian Pillman Jr., bringing in a Jade Cargill, yeah, um, training them up 
a bit more. Oh, I don't think and, uh, Pillman's got. And much you can career. have Edge and Ric Flair and Big Show <laughs> and Henry. And... No, please call him by his proper name, Paul White. Paul White Jake's going to get mad at you. Sorry, sorry, Jake. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No BS. What, uh, what, what didn't, doesn't Punk hate Pillman Jr.? He had, <laughs> Does he? Yeah, yeah, he's ripped, he's, he's bitched him out. <laughs> oh, that, that's gonna be who get, yeah, that is completely who Punk's choking out. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if he makes it to the main roster. A, a dead famous guy's kid? <laughs> I don't think he's making With nice it. hair? Like what? And an attitude <laughs> problem? Like, yeah, yeah. Lexis King is our jungle boy in yeah, WWE. That's right, yeah. With better teeth? <laughs> Jack Perry's. <laughs> no, Jack Perry's good, good looking. He's a handsome lad. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jake in the chat asking, any best match ever's coming up? Uh, well, good question, we Jake. have just released on our Patreon best match ever, Kyrie Zane um, with Karen Peterson, which was a great show looking at, well, Kyrie Hojo, I should say. Sorry, Jake. Sorry, yeah, Jake. Yeah, Kyrie yeah. Hojo. Or Kyrie. Or Kyrie, capital well, letters. And we have been talking about with the release of the Iron Claw coming out next month, maybe having a look at the Von Eriks, who uh, people like, like, I'm not really familiar with their wrestling, I got to say. Yeah, we were thinking of doing something related to the Von Eriks just because of this movie that I can't wait to get tickets to and watch because that's definitely going to be an amazing. Did you see the photo MJF posted with Zac Efron holding the AW title? No. Oh, my God. He's got the wig on and everything. MJF <laughs> is wearing a blonde wig. Oh, man. Fucking love Zac Efron now. Yeah. I like, I, he's just fantastic. He's always been great. People are riffing on his face. I'm like, didn't the de- guy almost die? Like, like was it he fell down the stairs? It's or like, man, he shattered his face. Man, people love to, people like, you know, we're no. Oh, we're, that's a great picture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Him and MJF. So funny. I'm super excited about this movie. So we thought maybe we'll do some look at the Von Eric. Yeah. So any recommendations, obviously, mm. uh, let us know, people, what we should be doing at. But, but, Jake, I think you might be the most excited because since CM Punk is back in the WWE, yeah. we thought maybe we could take a look at some of his. Best matches from the WWE. Absolutely. So, so let us know some matches you want to see. Obviously, we have talked about uh, Punk Cena Money in the Bank a, a few times. We'll have to uh, watch we'll it We'll have again. to revisit that one. Uh, coming to my head, Punk Cena on that Raw leading up to WrestleMania 29. I'll, uh, I'll agree. That match is, that that match is match also really awesome. I really love... Punk versus The Undertaker from that WrestleMania. That yep. WrestleMania was the drizzling the stinker, yeah. shits, but that Taker-Punk match was so good. The whole build to that was excellent yeah. as well with, uh, you know, Paul Bearer's passing and all that. I mean, we're pretty much just coming up with the match listing right now for this show, but Punk versus Brock from that SummerSlam. Oh, boy, yeah, great match. I mean, that's a match you could go to for a huge rematch. Punk versus Brock, you know Endeavor True. TKO would fucking... Jizz in their pants to have Punk versus Brock on a WrestleMania. Yeah. So like two that's UFC something. legends. Yeah, and then get Ronda as the ref. Shamrock yeah. is Shamrock the ref. In there. <laughs> uh, I'm just having a little look uh, on. Uh, yeah, we mentioned the the two Cena matches, the Brock match, uh, CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. We had when during his world title run. Yeah, it was uh, pretty good. Had, but did we have two out three falls as well? I feel. Yeah, I felt like they were good, but it never got to like a level. I thought that maybe we, we never got them fighting in AEW either. Uh, TLC against Jeff Hardy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, 
Jericho Punk, uh, they had, it was, I think, the was it the rematch that was better? Yeah, Payback 2013. Jericho Punk. They had Punk. the Mania match, which was all right. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, I think the, the rematch where, that was one of the times Punk was pissed because he was like, I better be having time off. And they're yeah. like, no, no, you're coming back. It's, it's in Chicago. You've got to fight Jericho. <laughs> yeah, that one's Fuck. better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they, there you go. Those are probably some of the matches we'll be talking about. So maybe in a few weeks we'll, we'll do that. Uh, so get your feedback in, if, uh, some, some recommendations for both the, the Von Erichs and CM Punk, as we'll probably mm. be doing some podcasts in the next few weeks over on our Patreon. You should check out our Patreon if you haven't already yet. It's only five bucks a month to get access for a whole month and you can access all the shows that we put out in that month and everything that we've put out prior to that. So there is archives of so many retro, wrestling pay-per-view reviews nxt on was next we do movie reviews we do best match ever we have so many shows out now in that catalog that can eat up all the time you need to for your podcasting whether it's those long drives those hot showers oh yeah i don't know smoke sessions i can't i can't hear a podcast in the shower no yeah it's kind of hard yeah yeah uh, we've got, we had a lot in the room today. I guess, uh, football hasn't started yet, maybe. <laughs> but CM Punk you. brings the numbers. CM Punk's bring us numbers. So Every week, I'll just t- put CM Punk as the image. If you are in the room right now, please do us a favor. If you haven't already, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. It costs you nothing, takes seconds to do, milliseconds to do, and it really helps us a lot. So, uh, please. Hit those buttons. Yeah. Uh, follow us on all the socials, of course. Facebook, uh, there's a Poison Rana page. You can like it, but it can also lead you to the group, which we have a bunch of people in there sharing all sorts of things like memes and feedback threads and everything. So join the Poison Rana group on Facebook if you use it. Instagram and X slash Twitter at Poison Rana Pod for all the other stuff that we do. And I said we had our Patreon, patreon.com slash Poison Rana. What are we recording this week? What are we doing this week? Is it Two uh, Towers? We're doing Two Towers. This Wednesday? Yes. Okay, yes. so that means I'm going to have to watch this tomorrow. Yeah, so I might start it tonight. Yeah, so some Lord of the Rings fans, Two Towers. We did Fellowship just a few months ago, and now we're going to be looking at that. So we just did a show with Karen, like we mentioned, Best Match Ever Kyrie. We had our Turning Point 2005 review out. We did. We just did a movie. Oh, Kroll. Crawl. With Brandon from New Jersey. That was a pretty fun show. We, we were ki- all killing each other laughing on that one. Um, speaking of, I'm sure there's going to be a new Eagles Don't Hunt Flies. Yes. That's the name of the show, that's right? That's the name of the show. Uh, that's coming out, I bet, with Brandon, Martin, and Dickie, I'm sure. There's going to be a new What Up Do on this very feed. Uh, there's lots of free shows. Shot in the Dark. Look at all these podcasts. whole lot of you to devour. Exactly. With your ears. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate everyone in the YouTube chat here today. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Surin. Cool Gang, Big B, Branavan. I see all of you. We appreciate all of you. We love all of you. I myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe and go. September 23rd. Sorry, September 3rd, <laughs> 2023. He left professional wrestling. November 25th. 2023 sports entertainment. He's back. back. (laughs) Ahoy.